dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Now. What's up, Moof Milkers? You're listening to the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and with me today are my co-hosts, Claire and Nikki. What's up, Claire? Hello. What's up? <laughs> I mean, oh, before we even ask you how you guys are, shall we just talk about the uh, TIE fire-sized elephant in the room? Ooh, mm-hmm. sure. We were all together for the first time. In real life. Wow. Yes! It's true. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were at Star Wars Celebration, which meant us having hugs, drinks, rows. Um, more drinks. More drinks. Um, moist humor and more. I mean, how, how did you guys feel meeting me for the first time? It must have been such an experience. I wasn't met me you for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either Still of like us met though. you for the first time. Hmm. But it must have felt like it was the first time. <laughs> it's like, hmm, let's drop this segment. <laughs> um, let, me, let me tell you this, guys. The Thursday night when we all went to Pisano's. Yeah, and, buddy. Uh, I was like, after that, I was like, this is going to be a good celebration. Because that was such that was such a fun time to just be in a normal setting. <laughs> yeah. We're actually just eating dinner and laughing at all sorts of things. I think Shrek, uh, Claire had a Shrek comment that was a particularly <laughs> good so howler of the night. <laughs> <I'm so> sorry. <laughs> DreamWorks, um, please forgive me. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that, that's that's what celebration's about. It's these, these memories and... And weird questions that you get asked. And Shrek's penis, apparently. <laughs> yep, you know, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that whole lake where the little DreamWorks boy is fishing is just full of his tears from where he saw Claire's comment. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, how did it... Because obviously... While uh, Kristen wasn't with us to record, sadly, but we actually did bump into her. Um, so technically we were all there at the same time. It's funny. Even, even when we're in the same city, we're in different time zones. I know, 100%. <laughs> because there's so much going on. I mean, mm-hmm. even we, I mean, me and Claire were together for most of the time. And even like I turned around and she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am a social butterfly. I got to spread my wings. You know, sometimes you just got to go. Is that what we call it nowadays? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you call it. I can't, Charlie, okay. I can't help being this popular, okay? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you did wear sunglasses and kept shoving me away and saying, you're not cool anymore. You can't sit with us. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much how it felt sometimes. I was crying on the floor and you were just staring at me. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. No exaggeration yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Um, should we just get straight into it? Obviously, this is our celebration overview recap episode um, where we talk about every day in order because we're Star Wars fans and obviously order is important. Order! <laughs> First order! 
Um, <laughs> talking about first order, let's go to the first in the order. Thursday. Hey. <laughs> Who wants to uh, talk about Thursday first? Thursday party. Thursday was legit. Um, yeah. It was a no, good day. Yeah. I, I think I was kind of, I know that a lot of people in the fandom were kind of like not loving the idea of Thursday with no panels and, and stuff like that. But I think that Thursday was actually a really great opportunity to figure out the lay of the land, <laughs> sort of. That took us <laughs> the longest, I got to say. We got lost 18 times just trying to figure out what door we had to go into. Um, I think I got there by Monday. Yeah, pretty much. So that was helpful because I'm glad that we got that those kinks ironed out on Thursday and also seeing and also figuring out exactly what I wanted to see and where I wanted to go. That really was nice. Plus, it was basically just an excuse to like not miss any panels you wanted to see and hang out with people that you care about. And that was that was pretty darn awesome because I was one of those people that was like, there's like Thursday sounds kind of dumb. But no, Thursday was was great. I thought. Yeah, though, yeah. it was kind of like trying to get in at first was a bit like Scooby-Doo where we kept going through one door, coming out the other, down the other end of the corridor, coming through the other one again. <laughs> there was a That's mummy totally pacing us at one was. point. And then, so yeah, it gave us a sort of a lay of the land. I remember we spent a decent chunk being really happy of ourselves because we felt like we'd explored the floor. And then we realized we only went through half of the whole floor. <laughs> we hadn't even gone <laughs> the other side yet. <laughs> Like, oh my god, there's shit over there. There's oh, stuff. No. There's people. Um But yeah, it was a good yeah, I thought it was a good day. It was it was nice just to relax, get used to everything, meet up with people, get used to meeting them again. Um Met loads of good fans and stuff on that first day as well. Yeah. What about you, Nikki? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the I hope Thursday is a remaining fixture for celebrations to come because for all those reasons uh you guys have said just to have that day where you can just it's sort of there's less pressure unless you're trying to like claw people's eyes out for an item in the store (laughs) Um, (laughs) but generally there's less pressure you can just sort of mosey around the floor uh meet up with people just kind of find things that you wouldn't normally have time to to look for and I'm glad they did it. I think it was it was nice and it set the stage well for like the panel build up because panels are are big events and um sort of having that day where that excitement can simmer a little and then just go for it on the Friday. I think that was a good call. Yeah, and also, Definitely. you know, you know, we had a a good time for socializing, so it didn't feel like we would be rushed during the actual panel days. Mm-hmm. I know we had like look a few good drinks and a few good nights on Wednesday and Thursday, which was fun. Just, you know, catch up with people, talk jokes, do other podcasts. Um, you know, we had a lot of, it was just so much fun just getting everyone together. Like it, mm-hmm. it was like, we were like Catholic rabbits, just multiplying. Um, <laughs> Ooh, like not, not, not exactly like Catholic rabbits, but I mean, yeah, we weren't doing that. Um, <laughs> You have to wait till after dark to hear that episode. Um, hey, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. Just like it was like there's there's a podcast around every corner. 
It was beautiful. Also, I have to say, I started to panic a little bit on Thursday night because when we went to Paisano's and got pizza, by the end of the night, my voice was already going and I was exhausted. Mm. I felt every like inch of my body was done. And I realized, oh, shit, I've got four more days of this. <laughs> so, well, I hope I make it. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was so worth it. Yeah, I don't know if you've guys seen The Mummy, listeners, but you know when Imhotep like, slowly sucks people's souls to become more human? Imagine that in reverse, and that's what Claire was like. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite so a visual. Real. <laughs> so real. I mean, we were, we were all like that, to be fair. Like, just husks of dead bodies trying mm. to talk filled with caffeine determined oh, yeah. to go on <laughs> <laughs> more content. look where we are now we made it we, did. we survived somehow in fact we made it through to friday which was uh, i think everyone's most anticipated day i know certainly we were all excited for one big thing do you want that thing adam on? driver it was Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver's <laughs> big, big thing. He's a big man. He's a big man, apparently. <laughs> he's a very big man. So we had the episode nine panel. Um, Nikki, I'm going to ask you because obviously yes. I was with Claire when we watched the panel, so, but obviously mm-hmm. you were, you were. I think you were you're in the room, right? One of the rooms. Yeah, we um, we we wanted to get a little bit of that old school celebration experience. <laughs> Scratch that old celebration itch. <laughs> so we we went to the um, we got into line at six o'clock uh, in the morning to just see as see where we can get a position for the Star Wars show stage, and that worked out really well. Um, and so we were up there. We were basically like by the couches, I guess, on the stage um, screen or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. I I think. It's one of those things, I don't know for sure if this is how it goes, but aside from being in the ce- the celebration panel room, I almost feel like I would prefer where I was to the to the overflow rooms for that trailer. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I feel like there was there was a there was a weird energy vibe at the Star Wars show stage. I think partially because we were all standing, honestly. <laughs> um where I don't know, it's like I just feel like I wouldn't have been able because that was like the most expressive I've been at a Star Wars panel, and I don't think I would have gotten that if we were all just sitting down in in an in an overflow room. I mean, that's not to say you can't get excited because we saw some awesome stuff in in overflow rooms, but um, I don't know. It just like I, I just remember throwing my arms up and everyone around me throwing their arms up, and it, it, there was such a good vibe at that stage and um i'm really glad that we we got to experience it there claire do you want to talk about how it was for us (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) uh so we were let's see we were packed in like sardines at the star wars show stage but we had a really great spot and as two vertically challenged people (laughs) i mean I'll, i'll speak for myself I had a perfect window to see the screen and it was, I didn't get blocked by anybody once. And I, it was, it was just good. I was able to, I was close and I was right by, it was loud and just surrounded by so many awesome people. And, um, 
Yeah. So so there's a really, really cute, very blurry photo of Charlie and I bawling our eyes out. And um, that's pretty much par for the course is Charlie and I just screaming and crying and taking photos with people like that. That was cool. And um, yeah, I, I think that being packed in like sardines and standing up and being so close to all the people around you and with the, just the crazy positive vibe, it was just insane and looking at the IGN footage from above of of just a sliver of us in that stage like reacting to the panel it was it was crazy i i didn't realize mm-hmm. how many people were actually around me and no wonder it was such like an electric vibe in there it was just it was insane it was yeah. so it was just it is one of my favorite star wars memories now because i i mean seeing the last jedi trailer that was a great experience, but I didn't have that reaction. I didn't instantly freak out and just have that sort of gratification from the title and from and from all that. Also, how about, yeah. how about having that title revealed? Like, talk about ultimate payoff and to have it be such just a fantastic title that I reacted to so strongly right away. Because Last Jedi, I kind of needed some time to warm up to. Um, but... Yeah, but just talk about everything about that panel just being exciting and emotional and energetic. It was just a shot of adrenaline to my heart, which after being exhausted the day before, I needed it. I needed that so bad. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely the right call now to have waited on the title because that's been one of the, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to, I won't say it's like an obsessive thing, but you've had plenty of people like, hey, hey, just release the title. Release the title. <laughs> and it's like, you're going to tell me you would rather get the title in a press release <laughs> than than that. Because right. like, I remember, so like for Force Awakens, we already had the title and the big, the big moment was the Han and Chewie, right? Chewie were home. And that was the one that sent everyone bananas. Then Last Jedi, we already had the title. That first celebration teaser, that was a huge moment. That you know, it's time for the Jedi to end. And then we had in this one the Palpatine laugh, which was the sort of the big moment at the end. And that was dwarfed by the the title reveal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it is crazy how how we just respond to that. And that footage you're talking about, and um sort of any any footage of any angle of that Star Wars show stage and you just see everyone totally lose it when when Rise of Skywalker pops up on the screen and and yeah I I was the same like I I did not comprehend how far that crowd went it was basically like like basically stage to wall um just full up of people trying to get a view of that screen and it was yeah it was incredible Oh, and I forgot to mention tears, tears galore. And I forgot to mention that we were uh, very moist. It was so moist, <laughs> phlegm <laughs> and tears and sweat and all of the nastiness. But it was it was good. It was good moist. But yeah, and also uh, I forgot to mention we we met the resistance broadcast gang, uh, both John and James, and then Bill, who's not on resistance broadcast, but they were conveniently right behind us. Like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I know you from the Twitter. Hi. Um, (laughs) so uh, let's share this experience I just met you let's have this super emotional experience together this will be normal (laughs) 
<laughs> That's how it you was... meet somebody for the first time. Yeah, and like shout out to those those folks. And obviously they've got they've got a YouTube reaction video online that you should definitely watch because you can actually hear me and Claire <laughs> crying and shouting just gibberish and British stuff. Then Claire's like <laughs> It's just like, oh, Christ. That's exactly how I sounded. I mean, we were both... Very accurate. I mean, to be fair, we were both just inaudible, talking gibberish under the tears. Pretty much. Pretty. Yeah, I mean, it was such a great experience. It was just awesome. And like you said, I think, Claire, I think you summed it up really well with the word earned. It was just so earned. We Just in terms of the saga, just in terms of the stories, in terms of the waiting, it just felt so good. And you know what the best thing about this was as well? No matter how much we get leaked or whatever we look into, there is no way, no way we were expecting to see the Death Star. And there is no, no way we were, gonna, we were expecting Palpatine. Right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean, he's back. The boy is back. Just not ready for Daddy's it. Daddy's back. Daddy's back. <laughs> He's home. Daddy's home. <laughs> That's Daddy, a t-shirt. We're home. Daddy, we're home. <laughs> oh, uh, a bit of a tangent, but um, how about uh, how about Justin Gray uh, letting letting our daddy know about us? How about that? I mean, can oh. you explain that? Oh, just sweet. Justin. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was on Friday where Justin got an autograph from Ian McDermott and Justin was wearing an Imperial Senate podcast t-shirt and the emperor himself complimented Justin's shirt. Oh my God. Oh, the emperor. <laughs> Our daddy. He loves us. Our daddy's proud of us. He finally, he finally acknowledged us. <laughs> Daddy loves us. We've been, Daddy. I've been sending fan mail for years, <laughs> decades even. He disbanded us, but he still loves us. He loves us deep down. Yeah, and yeah. That was just that was just one of those like little things where like, because I don't think we we can we just say like straight away like how much we love and appreciate everyone who came up to us, who asked about us, who wanted. Know, like a button or a picture we were completely overwhelmed i don't think we were expecting yeah. that many people definitely not no, no. um we truly do like we can't i know it sounds really sappy and we are on the not, not sap for work podcast now. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> bad jokes um but we truly do <laughs> appreciate every listener even if it's for five seconds we don't blame you for cutting out um, even if you don't like the word moist, I mean we've, got, we've, got, we've lost we've lost ten listeners now already. Um, but it's it's true. Like, it meant such a, it just means such a lot to us. And like it's the small silly things like seeing a picture of Anthony Bresnikan with our faces on it. It's weird but cool. <laughs> or you know, like it's just seems like like Palpatine knows who we are, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, but it counts. Kaz knows it. who we are. He's seen our logo. Yeah, here's the And it's like, hey. He's like, I like those hey, guys. Buddy. I like those yeah. guys. They sound <laughs> yeah, I think cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think once we uh, once we get through all the days and uh, we sort of do a, I'll, I'll tease the sort of like last section of, um, 
this this celebration was like just in total, I think a very special one. Yeah. And a lot of that was was you know from you guys who came up to us and and uh, showed us showed us a little love and and you know support and all that. And I think you know that's what helps us um, keep doing this. That's what helps us want to continue to make a better show for everyone and better content across the board. So we thank you for, for continually spurring us on and, and being there for us because that's what it's about. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Um, should we move you on wouldn't. to, should we move on to Saturday? Sure. Do you have any, do you have any more teaser trailer thoughts? We should do a whole episode on that. I feel like. <laughs> so much this could take a while. Yeah, just <laughs> frame by frame. I mean, just on the power yeah, team. We thing can alone. do that. There's yeah. certainly something I want to talk I've, about. I've watched. Oh, I was just gonna say I've watched Ian McDermott say the phrase "roll it again" like 500 times on a loop in the last few days. So, mm-hmm. has anyone made like a roller, 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 like remix? Yeah. <gasps> Oh my god, somebody get on that. I mean... I feel, <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know, because he, he, he's, he's the king, and you know what? Roll it again. Um, <laughs> look at our, our high-tech media input. So good. Great film. I mean, he's right next to me. I should have told you guys. Um yeah. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> um, let's go on to Saturday. Uh, I think ah. the major thought about this day, obviously, we should talk about is Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Nikki, you seemed Ooh. interested about this game. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, let, let me just, I have not lost any sleep over this game. Um, I'll say that much. But I mean, I, I, had some, I had some feelings that I think are not a stretch for a lot of people. Um, and I was just, I was kind of bored with the main character and yeah. sort of the story in general, because I feel like it's just very similar to what it's almost like, like anyone who's read a new Dawn, I think it's like, Oh, inqu- like guy uses force during like a construction accident <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, then discovered on the run, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that is, that's kind of Kanan's story. I've already seen that. Um, and then just the main, the lead character, just, I don't know. It's one of those things, they're, they're trying to build this marketing around, oh, you can become a Jedi. It's like, what if I don't connect to this lead character at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bummed at the, the choice of character they made because... Um, it's it's a it it corners like it it shoves you in a corner of like who you can be, and I understand that it helps you know when they're trying to make this big narrative sort of based thing, and you know you want to center around one character, but I feel like it'll um it le- it leaves people cold on on the story, which is a bummer. The Inquisitor looks amazing though, so I'll take that. Oh yeah. <laughs> can can I have that game? From the Inquisitor's point of view, ooh, I'd be down with that. I would hunt down Jedi. Yeah, that sounds legit. I'll steal some babies. It's like when Assassin's Creed did it. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed did that one where you have that one game where you play as 
um, the bad guy, like an, a hunter for mm. the bad guys. And I think that would be a that'd be a fun twist on this sort of. This that'd deal. be kind of cool. I mean, like Cameron Monaghan who plays the character. I think it's Cal Etsu. I think that's his name. Um, he's a mm-hmm. great actor. He plays the Joker on Gotham, and he's like phenomenal. So, like, I'm not worried about that portrayal. But I, you're absolutely right. I feel the same. It's like how many white males characters do we have to watch? And you make a really great point about New Dawn. Actually, it's the same basic story and it's less it's less so the idea that these jedi escaped or the 66 because that i'm okay with i mean the clones shouldn't brag about it because they weren't that great obviously um like 80 percent success rate can't even handle a lightsaber (laughs) but at the same time yeah they could have done something different because i -hmm. mean unless it's a really great advert for like have you been injured at work (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I think to me it was just the the fact he's working in like construction or whatever. It's like it's like they could have done anything. Like that is that is the opening of a new dawn. Like I forget exactly what he's doing, but he's doing like manual labor. It's like is that what it's like to be a Jedi Knight? Like you're only qualified to do manual labor. Like why can he not be like like a Yarel Poof in Robot Chicken where he's like running the cafeteria <laughs> in the Death Star like. Like, if you're a Jedi escaping from Order 66, is manual labor your only career option coming out of, you know, that, that situation? Because that's what it's starting to seem like. Well, the Jedi Temple had apprenticeships for manual labor. <laughs> oh, it's really like, not. You, yes, you could learn your lightsaber, but also you have to build this house. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like old legends where, like, crappy younglings had to go to, like, agriculture or something? <laughs> Detention. Choose <laughs> from gardening. That yeah, that totally was something from the EU. Obi Wan. I remember in in a one of the Qui Gon stories, Obi Wan almost was sent off to do that, and then Qui Gon <laughs> snagged him up. Wow. Obi Wan. Or take the one who's naughty. Picking <laughs> produce for all the other Jedi. <clears throat> oh my lord. Um, Obi Wan working in the cafeteria. That's a, yeah. that's the game I want, dude. You it's gotta like make, sure you, make sure you dunk the mac and cheese in the right, you know, spot on the tray. <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> gameplay. Hardcore. Maybe that's where he met. Uh, that's where he met Dex. <laughs> yeah, this explains so much. <laughs> this is, it's all connecting. <laughs> it's poetry. Right? I want the Dex Diner Dash game. Yes. Oh yes, I'm all about that. Can you imagine that? Put juice all over the place. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. Tap some guy from <laughs> some guy from Respawn is just sitting there on stage, and he's like, "This is the experience Star Wars fans have always wanted: <laughs> 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 serving food to <laughs> the aliens of the galaxy." Unlike uh, traditional Dino Dash games where you can only serve two people, uh, Dex has four hands, <laughs> which means you can serve more. <laughs> we <laughs> we've designed a whole new engine <laughs> to oh, handle. To handle the load of this business, of this diner. So you're going to have peak hours. You're going to have lulls where you can have more character development with your coworkers. Oh, my God. It'll be great. And no microtransactions. <laughs> and no microtransactions. <laughs> you imagine, Dex like, will be you voiced to, by Sam Witwer. <laughs> you get to, like, microtransaction upgrade to your, like, plates and silverware and... 
<laughs> oh my god. 20,000 credits for a fork. <laughs> I gotta say, though, in Will the Jedi... <laughs> in... this? God. But yeah, in the Jedi Fallen Order, they hit all the right buzzwords. They made sure you knew. Campaign, first-person campaign, no multiplayer, and uh, no microtransactions. They made sure that you were aware. <laughs> they hit all the right. Yeah, no uh, questions answered. And no questions answered, exactly. Uh, and the Purge Trooper came out. That was another trooper. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Hell yeah. One thing I also want to mention is in my in my first little uh, series of tweeting on this the, the topic of the character, um, I, got, I got plenty of, as you would expect, um, uh, the last game had a Janina Gavankar as the lead. Um, I don't think you can exclude all the white people for, uh, you know, the rest of eternity. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like, yes, you are, you are indeed factually correct. The last game did have Ida Versio as the, the lead. But, you know, it extends beyond all this, right? It's not just about Star Wars. It's about just media in general and the way the way it's it's almost like white white is the default. And you're allowed to shoot off the default every now and again, but you gotta come back to it. Um like that's that's like this attitude that I think is is what needs to change. And you know, again, it's nothing nothing against the actor. I hope he does a great job in in the role and um I hope he has a you know all the all the perks of being part of you know the uh, Star Wars fan family, but um, it's just it's just a bummer. I think, and even even outside of <laughs> representation, like you could have done an alien for yeah. this story, and it would have been more important or more more uh, interesting. Because I mean, it's all about a new perspective, right? And yeah, that's that's kind of it. I. At, at least I know this saves me 60 bucks right off the bat and I can probably wait a little while because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like super hyped. I'm interested to play it, but um, I can wait. That's nice. What about you, Claire? I'm excited for it. <clears throat> um, I'm not as big of a gamer as I used to be. Uh, I've just been working more and not, I've not had as much time and um so I know that finding the time to actually sit down and play through this game is going to be a bit of a challenge, um, but I look forward to it. There's, um, But I do agree, I'm getting a little fatigued with this same story that we've been getting of the fallen Padawan running from the Inquisitors. Um, and I'm getting, I, I agree with you, Nikki, I'm getting fatigued with the idea of there's like a diversity quota we have to meet and no more than that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and and it's just yeah I, I'm totally with you I think the droid looks really great I love my droids but yeah oh, we yeah. still haven't had a story with an alien protagonist in any of our you know in anything yet too so that's another route that they could have gone but you know um, it'll it looks really fun the combat looks I mean obviously we didn't get a gameplay trailer but I bet the combat would be really fun. I get to be a Jedi, which is something that I want to do at some point in my life. So that'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be pretty legit. Question for you guys. Mm-hmm. It, because of the, 
I guess I won't say. Uh, no, I will say track record <laughs> because of EA's track record. Do you think a lack of gameplay showing is suspicious to you, or mm. do you think it's just not not the time? I think I I don't think it's suspicious. I think that most games release a mainly cinematic video uh first thing it seems like most of these were actually uh like using the assets as well which look pretty decent um Mm -hmm. so i'm not too worried about it because it's still got the november date which means they're pretty confident with that um and they seem pretty you know emboldened by the fact that you know they've got all this stuff like no microtransactions all that blah 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 you know, I'm not too worried about it, especially like with Battlefront 2 recently, which has gone... I don't know if you've played it for a while, but it's actually been really great. Um, and I just found out that the actual playing, the player base, has uh, gone back to the way it was at launch, which for a game that's like yeah. nearly two years old, is pretty amazing. Um, I think as well in Australia, I think it's number one game right now um, for PlayStation. So, nice. you know... I, yeah, sure, we can be worried, I suppose. But for a first look, I'm not too bothered. I remember, like, Arkham Knight, um, the first trailer for those games, or well, the Arkham games were mainly cinematic, and mm-hmm. those games were all masterpieces. So, again, I just think it's more of a story introduction as opposed to, like, I'm sure there'll be, like, a whole featurette with what you can do. Yeah, but... I mean, me personally, I, I'm not that worried. Okay, Claire. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's the one area that I want to know more information about, like the most. I feel like that wasn't discussed all that much in the panel, um, like the whole gameplay of it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm. That's what I need to know. The whole gameplay of it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was a, that was a sentence right there. Um, <laughs> still sleep, still sleep, still sleep deprived. There we go. It's proven it again. Are you okay? <laughs> You're better than that. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that is what I want to know the most. And yeah, I'm not too worried that they didn't show a gameplay trailer. Um, I feel like we'll probably get one closer to launch. But yeah, if they are, I mean. I know it's going to come to a surprise to all of you who totally already know this, but it takes a hell of a long time to create a game. So if it's launching in November, it's pretty close. It's got to be very, very close to being good to go. There's got, and, mm. and I feel like there's probably, I feel like there's not many kinks to iron out at this point. I mean, there are, but I mean, I feel like people tweak games right up to launch, but, They've been working on this for years, and yeah, I just want to know more information. I want to see more, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, for like the, next the bones of it should be should be done. Yes, but the, yeah, they're probably doing a lot of you know like the quality assurance and whatever. Absolutely, and bugs. But yeah, and then also um, in video game world, I think summer is a is a big season for them, and. Because you know E three and stuff, um, so it would make sense to to save gameplay for for the summer sort of conventions and whatnot. 
but I think it also would have been really cool to show show it for celebration, because um, that's kind of like the number one Star Wars party <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Um, but then again, we saw we saw a whole lot of thirteen thirteen gameplay, and that game uh, never saw the light of day. So we will see, I suppose. Jedi Fallen Order coming to you in November. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, let's head over to Sundays and do Sunday. Oh, Sunday. can I say one more thing about Saturday real quick? No. Oh, all right. Oh, there you go. go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a really cool moment on Saturday at the Steel Wars live show, um, which when that goes up, I'm not sure if it's up or not. I've been sleeping and working, and that's about it. Um, but so I got to be a part of that live show, and I was sitting on the couch with Anthony Bresnikin, and he took a shot of Malort like a champion he had no it was so bizarre but uh that's when i met like and actually talked to anthony bresnikan for i met him in orlando briefly but um i had an awesome time talking about episode nine with anthony bresnikan saturday night and steel and just everybody else at that party because it was just it was rad and uh, i've never podcasted for a, an audience before so that was a that was a cool first so yeah Cool times. There we go. That's we awesome. also, uh, me and Nikki met uh, the Brez on the last day as well. And I have to say, like, can I just say, I don't know, he obviously is not listening, but um, <laughs> like, that dude is such a, a nice guy. He's awesome. And like, he put up with us, like, because, you know, we're just random people. Like, he doesn't have to speak to us, but he was engaged. He was very interested. He took our buttons, which was nice. And, you know, like, yeah, he's such a cool dude. It's just nice, you know, because I we've heard this guy play like ages. Um, I was saying you Claire the other day, like it's weird. I think didn't he do the episode seven panel? He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like four years ago, he was like introducing this new saga, and then like four years later, you're giving him alcohol. <laughs> he's taking a sip from my flask. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Can I also say that I actually tried some of Claire's. Um, magic juice. Ew! Don't put it that way. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Concoction, <laughs> poison. There we go. That's more like it. Okay, and I did. I did pretty well. Yeah, you did all right. You did very well. Where Where am I in the the, the scale? Ooh, I'm trying to think. Anthony, nobody took it better than Anthony Bresnikin. Then it I was, mean, of course. Then it was Turbo, although he admitted mm-hmm. later that the aftertaste was rough, but he took several swigs. Um, mm. Then I'd say you... Took some of mine. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that stuff was gone <laughs> before it could get to Nikki. Oh, and then... Uh, my FOMO. Your fo- Next time, Anaheim, buddy, I'll bring a flask. Don't you worry. Don't there worry. There we go. Um, there we go. <laughs> and uh, Charlie, you'd probably be number three because you did very well as well. Yes, that's all I want. That's all I want. Although you're I'm number so, three, I have to, <laughs> you're number three. I have to say, the, I'm so emasculated <laughs> that third is is obviously you know it's good. Can I say my honorary mention for one of my favorite people to do it, like the best reaction? Yes, go ahead. Freaking Araj Dilashahi. Oh, blessed. Who took five <laughs> swigs of Malort. And he, oh. oh, but here's the thing. He took, he, it was so bad the first time that, and of course I've tried Malort many times and he's like, 
I'll do another if you take one with me. I'm like, of course I will do that. You look like a cartoon character. Of course I'm going to do this. And so um, by the end of the week, Araj had five swigs of Malort um, as long as I did one with him. So I had four. I think that was the grand total. I had four because of Araj. (laughs) And it was so funny to watch him. He was he was not happy, but he was drunk enough to keep going back. <laughs> That's great. Or deluded. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it was whatever it was. It was so entertaining and so funny. And that's a good memory of mine now. Well, speaking of good memories, let's head over to the Mandalorian panel on Sunday. Um, me and Nikki got to go to the overflow stage, which was awesome. Um, shout out to Amanda for doing an amazing job hosting. Yeah. Shouts out. She's legit. Because she is, she is the bomb. Um, I mean, we'll talk about this on the get-go because we had a great heated discussion afterwards. And I know, I think I was just over, I was so blown away by stuff that it took me a time to process it. And then when I heard Claire talk about it it really hit me as well and i was like changed my mind it was interesting so we got to see the clip about four minute clip from the upcoming presumably episode one of the mandalorian as well as a teaser trailer which didn't get aired neither on the streaming for everyone around the world nor for the star wars show stage which is where claire saw it Mm -hmm. now not happy right no um no. I'm still very I get it, it's a lottery, it's whatever, and I know you want to control it, but like that's that is painful. As someone who is overall a big lottery loser, like including booths and stuff like that, it just sucks that I missed out. But even though I paid the same amount of pri- the same price, I was there early, ready to watch the stream made sure I got my spot made sure I waited and and you know it's it's a bummer um I did get to see the behind the scenes reel which they did not show um the people watching from home so at least I saw that but yeah but there's like 10 minutes of footage that you missed out on even if you did pay the same price as everybody else to get in which is a little bit of bullshit a little salty about it but Whatever. It's like imagine. Sorry, you got Nikki. Yeah, just imagine if, imagine if they didn't show everybody the episode nine trailer. Holy (laughs) shit! Like it is. It's one of those things. It's like I understand the process they did. I don't believe that process needed to happen though. Right. Like there was nothing that they showed us that didn't need to lower. Like didn't need to stay private right um and and then even if you want to be like oh yeah let's like give the trailer to everybody exactly like come on um there was it's just yeah i don't know there was one thing that made it so much worse for the people watching at the star wars show stage i gotta say that was like a kick in the gut moment because they did like that fake end to the panel, like, all right, guys, whatever, Mandalorian coming out, blah. And the camera starts panning out on the stream. And then it looks like they're about to cut away. Um, and then the next thing you see is the camera operator thinks he's made a mistake or something like that. And he zooms back in real quick on John Favreau because he starts talking. And you hear John Favreau say, 
Okay, so who wants to see some real footage? And the stream cuts out. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's like parody. That's like parody. It is. And the oh entire store show stage went silent. And it was, and we were just sitting there waiting, like, are we going to get it? Are, are we going to get it? And then it never came. And poor Cam actor, Cam actor on oh. Instagram, trying to, yeah, trying to hype up that crowd after that. Can you imagine? Yeah. We, it it's was not happening. <laughs> it, all, like, it was an absolutely like gut wrenching moment. It was horrible. It was, oh, God. Everybody say, hey, Cam. <laughs> hey, Cam. <laughs> Silence. Silence. You want some, some stickers? Some we'll the sticks. T-shirt, <laughs> you guys want to hold the t shirt, Cam? <laughs> yeah, it was it awful. Yeah. It was weird in the panel as well because we were in the overflow room, and as soon as that panel ended, or we thought what what we thought was ending, everyone started leaving. <laughs> yeah, people were getting out. Doors were like people were gone by the time he started talking, and then when you heard John Favreau like, "So he wants to see some real footage," all you heard was "Close the door, close the door." Um, <laughs> reverse Hodor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was just. So like, like it was just weird. I think it was like wasn't very done well. I feel like they there was no reason why they couldn't have shown the trailer for everyone. The clip I understand because that's like, you know like I if you could, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do one thing for the lottery, the clip wasn't even that long, and it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I get it. But the trailer, that's yeah. That's that's like the min the, the minimum bar. It's like what, <laughs> why? I suppose because the trailer kind of spoils the clip. But then again, we it was not it's not like you wouldn't have guessed those stuff anyway. Um, and again, we're not going to really be talking about what we saw in the clip. I don't think because it's not. I don't know. If it, I don't think it's that fair to be honest. Um, mainly declare. Um. <laughs> So, Don't worry, I heard all about it. Yeah, we're not going to be mentioning it again here. I'm sure. I'm sure footage still exists for uh, floating around the internet if people were I mean, curious absolutely. to go see what's in it. Yeah, blurry footage that you can't hear anything, but yeah, it exists. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, it, I, I, Nikki, what did you think about the clip? Because I, I loved it. I'm the same. I'm very, very much excited for what this show is and what can be and um i think uh just pedro pascal in the mandalorian armor i think he he has this amazing sort of physicality to him and it was it it was really it was really i won't say stunning because not we didn't like see enough to like be stunned but i think it is a uh i think it's going to be a really wonderful project that that star wars 100 percent um, speaking of a great project that Star Wars is doing, we were all, but actually Claire, you left, didn't you? Damn it! That ruined I my had segue. To go. Yeah, but I I streamed it later. Don't worry, I saw okay. it all later. I had to leave. I didn't want to, but um, yes, I saw that. I saw everything okay. later. So me and Nikki way. were at the Clone Wars panel at the celebration stage. Yay! Whoop whoop! Um, how great was that? Just seeing Dave Filoni sleep, like pushing his head into his hand. Trying to absorb himself. 
<laughs> the roast of Dave Filoni. <laughs> Star Wars Celebration presents. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday was basically Filoni. Filoni Central. He was everywhere. Yeah. And you get a Mandalorian, and you get a Mandalorian. Yep. Um, should we just talk <laughs> main because there's so much we can talk about anyway. Like the Bad Batch stuff we talked about before. We've seen the, that episode in in a different format. It was cool seeing all those like elements come together. I think the main two things we should talk about here is the trailer. What did you guys think of the trailer? Hype. Hype phase on. I am hype phase on as <laughs> well. I really am. It looks. I remember that shot of Ahsoka with the fireball behind her. Not the ship, <laughs> the fireball. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> a big explosion. And I was, remember, I was just like, oh. That's gonna be the poster, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And it was. Also, can I just? It was great. Just say, like, I love how Darth Maul has become the personification of every angry celebration fan who's upset that there isn't a Kenobi film released yet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was Kenobi. Why are you here? Yeah, like, seriously. Him showing up to every panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show up, Derek. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of Darth Maul, we, we got a yeah, we got that little tidbit there. The Ray Park mocap. Oh, yeah. that's gonna be crazy. And the picture that Sam Witwer put up on Twitter, I think yesterday, was just oh, it gave me goosebumps of um, him and Ray Park whilst they were doing the mocap. Oh man, it's be beautiful. Have I haven't yet, seen Claire? that. I gotta pull that up. Ooh. I'll send it to you while we're recording. Please do. Um, yeah, it was just. I mean, it's just, and you can act, you can genuinely see it in the clip. Like you can see it's Ray Park, and it just gave me the goosebumps because it's cool because Solo let like the animated mall and the real mall come together for once, and now we get to see it again, but like the opposite medium. It's like they're sharing mm-hmm. each other's little spaces. It's kind of cute. Yeah. It's it's a great it's a great move and there's something about just Ray Park in general that makes like puts a smile on everyone's face because he's such a amazing presence in the um the celebration scape and the fan the fan world. So any mention of Ray Park is is an applause line and to to have embedded him in this show when um Darth Maul is I mean, in my opinion, and I'm sure many others, one of like the finest aspects of the Clone Wars and animated Star Wars in general. So to bring in the guy who personifies Darth Maul like no one else, um, to have him involved in the process is a really amazing thing. And there's a like there's a reason everyone got super excited about that. I just love hearing Ray Park talk about anything. I could I could you could say about you could talk about biscuits, and I'll be here all day. Yeah, oh, man, absolutely. Like, green, great. <laughs> like doing a flip over him. I was like, okay, just talk about anything. Cast a tree. Yeah, man. Let's do flip over it. Yeah. I'm a Sith Lord. I'm like, okay, Ray, just talk about anything. I'll be here all day just throwing money at you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I know we're like rushing a bit because we just want to, you know, get it all out. And I'm just so excited about talking about this stuff, but. Could we just go to the episode one stuff? Because episode one on Monday, the celebration, I know a lot of people were let down by it, uh, which was what we'll talk about in a second. But I was actually like, just, I just loved it so much. The idea that I know people, I don't know, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi to come out and go, hello, it's Ewan McGregor, I'm going to do a film, and also I'm going to make love to you. Um, which, I mean, you know, yes, please. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, just, yeah, I didn't love. know that was included in the badge. Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's the VIP, the very, VI, the very VIP section badge. Oh. Talk about a lottery win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you only got the one, you have to sleep with Ian McDermott. <laughs> Which I'm at best it appeared okay with. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I was just so happy to see like all these creative forces come together. Like, I know people are like, oh, we didn't get to blah, blah, blah. I was like, any panel of Matt Wood, we owe Matt Wood like the world because he's a genius. I mean, all those people there. Mm-hmm. John, John Noel, Doug Chang. Oh, that's so great. And, um, oh my God, I forgot her name now. It was just, yeah. It was just, you know, it just blew my mind away seeing these people basically created our childhood. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just so excited just to see this. And, I th- yeah, what did you think, Claire? Um, I would say, okay, so as someone who's an incredibly emotional human being, I was actually not that choked up during this panel, which I was surprised by considering all the sentimental attachment I have to episode one. Um, there was a lot of things that I found very fascinating, but because of how many databank discussions episodes I've, I've done on episode one characters, I've kind of especially a lot of the behind the scenes stuff i already knew a lot of it yeah um which is mm. fine and they absolutely deserve recognition because they did some they did they made magic happen they absolutely did they did they they were like faced with an impossible task and they just made it happen and they deserve that recognition for moving the technology forward so far so quickly and um but yeah i was a little bit I was a little bit underwhelmed by the panel overall just because I was so hyped for it in general. Um, but it was super nice. Um, and it all, it did bring a tear to my eye to watch that episode one trailer again in this, in that crowd of people that choked me up a bit. And then just seeing, um, both Ahmed best's standing ovation and the love and recognition he was receiving. And also, the love and recognition that Ian McDermott was receiving. Cause you could tell at several points in that panel, he was so overwhelmed with people's excitement and, and, you know, enthusiasm for him being there that he was about to cry. There were several moments where he was just amazed at, you know, he had a lump in the throat. He absolutely <laughs> did. He really did. You could tell he was choking back tears, but he deserves it. He absolutely deserves, you know, his his last hurrah as Palpatine and mm-hmm. and he's in a very he's the puppet master he's pulling the strings the whole time and and it's time that uh we actually gave him some some recognition for the first time in a while so I'm so excited yeah. for him that's the one thing that on Monday also I Steve and I took a photo with him Bye. and yeah. which was super fun and <laughs> super quick but the last thing we didn't have time to say much but. As I was walking out, I was like, and I'm so excited for you. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he got all of that. <laughs> but I just wanted to let him know as quick as I could that I'm just happy for him and excited for him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I feel I feel like with the panel, um, 
I think like to walk out of that and feel let down like that, that bums me out for anyone who does that <laughs> because it's just like, that was a really like, I don't know. It was kind of like the rebels panel in a way um, where it, that was on Saturday. Um, it was kind of one of the smaller ones, but it was, uh, you know, Filoni, Amy Ratcliffe and um, Vanessa Marshall, Taylor Gray and Tia Sarkar. And it did not break any ground, but it was very like, like it was like a cathartic session <laughs> for for a show we all miss and um and love dearly and um this episode one panel was sort of like that as well and <clears throat> i also didn't get too like emotional about anything but i did i did find it very touching when work davis went through sort of like this is what they're doing now kind of thing and i was like this is like this is what happens when you work on star wars like you leave a legacy and you know, you continue on to do other things. And I thought that was just a really nice way to say, you know, to just appreciate everybody who, who broke ground on this, on this movie. And, and then before the, um, the panel shout out to our friend, Amanda, again, because <laughs> the pre-show for yeah. that episode one panel was so good and came to an end with, uh, a nice karaoke sort of, um, saga the saga for the saga begins on stage which like shout out to justin for getting up on that stage and um and doing what he was doing and uh and then kylo (laughs) we had a a kylo who achieved like rock star status um so yeah that was monday morning was absolutely amazing i i loved every second of it yeah i think Seeing people like uh, Jean Bolte, who you know, it was her first celebration. Seeing all like, yeah, yeah, they made like my childhood. Like it's crazy even just to think about. It. I remember like going to bed and having a little puppet Watto, and you know, it's just it's, it's just it's just silly just thinking like, oh, those people created this story that meant so much to me. And I know you guys said like it wasn't completely emotional. But I have to say, before the panel started, Claire had tissues and said, I'm giving you all one because I know, and she was oh, Charlie gets emotional, so I'm going to give him one. And I gave a look like, haha, very funny. As soon as they played the episode <laughs> one trailer, I was in tears. It was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Take that, Charlie. Take that for being I was right. emotional. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> I love this film so much. Um, but it's true. And I feel like, if anything, everyone in that room came out of that panel and that celebration wanting to watch The Phantom Menace again. And if that isn't the mm-hmm. ultimate um, parameter of if the panel did well, then I don't know what is. Yeah, and then, of course, we had the uh, <laughs> semi-awkward beginning um, George Lucas video. <laughs> Uh, it looked like some doing <laughs> a shit on the train. Somebody filmed it at breakfast or something. Uh, however you want to interpret that, <laughs> I I thought it was him at breakfast. Charlie thought it was him doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, whatever, you, wherever you want to believe George Lucas was, um, but it ended really strong because he, you could see, episode one means a lot to him. He knows sort of the what the sort of popular accepted vibe of that film is and I think for him to say 
you know, thank you for being fans of this movie, for coming to this, you know, for watching this panel. And, he said, I love and you. And how much that means to him. He said he loves each and every one of us. Oh, so, George. That was that was a really nice thing. Because um, I... I mean, it's it's nice for him to know that people do genuinely love this movie, even though it's even though the popular, sort of widely accepted opinion, which is dumb, um, <laughs> is that it is that it sucks. <laughs> I feel like as well there was a great moment with the Ahmed Best Star Wars show discussion where he kind of like he's obviously like he's been through all this horrible stuff and can we just do a little quick shout out to kelly and ahmed um who oh, we love dearly yes. and just amazing moments. seeing everyone cheer for them and like you could see the emotion in the room and it was true emotion everyone loves those guys and oh yeah even, even thinking about it just warms my heart but there was a a moment in the ahmed best discussion where he, he mentioned about how george was never really truly worried because he said that the kids that grow up with this film won't hate this film. They'll, they, they appreciate it. And in that room, you could feel it. Especially when people were shouting Jar Jar. Like, I mean, what other place can you expect that? And I feel like there has been a Phantom Menace renaissance of sorts. And, it, and it's true. It's like any film, there's going to be older people that don't like it, but it's for kids. And I mean, we love it. It's it's something, yeah, it's something I've like, seen more and more like this sort of nature versus nurture kind of thing in star Wars fandom. Um, where it's like, I feel like no, no kid when they, when they watch, you know, whatever their generation of star Wars movie is, no kid should hate that movie because it sparks everything that, you know, a kid who's at least like perceptive to, to these sort of like fantastical themes. It should, it should excite them. And then, um, but then, you know, you're, you're also formed by your surroundings. And I think there's, there's been so much of this attitude of like, you're like, it's not cool to like this. Even with the sequel trilogy, you get this, like, cause I, I work in a, in a toy store and when you get people who are like, oh, my kid finds a new, the new movie's boring. And it's like, do they, or is it like, <laughs> is it like, uh, maybe they're, you know, older sibling is like, well, this Star Wars is better. Um, Nikki. So I, I think there's... Do you remember that one of those yes. first reviews we got where someone said that they wanted to give our podcast a try, but their kids demanded that father turned off the radio because they were... Just... <laughs> <laughs> that totally real uh, review that we got that, that gave us great feedback for... Daddy, turn off the podcast. show. Daddy, this is awful. Please I just the podcast, Daddy. Imagine this kid, like, these kids in the backseat of a car, just like hands and ears, like going, "No, make it stop, make it stop." <laughs> We're talking about penises again. No, Daddy. Daddy, what's a penis? Daddy, what's oh, a funny? That's awkward. Um, awkward. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Again, it's just like you know, like like you said, you know, kids. People our age who, who, you know, were open to this movie, love it in a way, even if it's not like, oh, it's my, you know, it's a cinematic masterpiece. But I think it's a, it, there's a ap- genuine appreciation for this movie. The, the prequels are, are definitely, you know, do their renaissance. Um, and 
yeah, I think I think you're right. I think everybody left this panel feeling pretty great about the Phantom Menace. Agreed. Hundred percent. Yeah. Agreed. I think um I know that me and Claire can't really talk about this, but Nikki, you went to the resistance panel. How was that? Oh, I did. It was wonderful. Um I don't did they stream it? I'm not sure. Um, because if if it's on YouTube for anyone to watch, it's it'd be a great thing because I mean you want to talk about a group of people who are just jazzed to be at Star Wars Celebration. Um go watch the resistance panel because they had a full stage. It was um uh j- like Justin Ridge, uh Athena Portillo. Um as a writer, I feel really bad for not knowing the lead writer's name. <laughs> uh, sorry, dude. It's like I think it's like Brandon something. Um, and then just almost the entire cast that that you would you would want um, to see. It's it was like uh, Christopher Sean, uh, Susie McGrath, um, Marina Velasco, Scott Lawrence, Donald Faison was there having a great time and Bobby Moynihan and those guys were like, everybody just kept taking selfies and filming the crowd because they could not believe how excited um, that room of resistance fans uh, was. It was, it was so wonderful to, um, to be there for them. And I think Donald Faison before the panel started was like, is it cool if I run out there? (laughs) (laughs) And he got off this, I think he and Bobby Moynihan did, they got off the stage and just sort of ran amongst the crowd. Um, <laughs> it's so great. Bobby Moynihan's like Twitter banner photo is a selfie he took with the cast on that stage. Um, it's 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 such a cool thing to have seen them um, enjoy that space. And while the panel itself didn't, they didn't like really go into that much because there were so many people, or there were so many people on the stage that it was just sort of like this rapid fire. Oh, how do you feel? How do you feel? Um, but then it all culminated with, uh, we, you know, we were all expecting a, some sort of trailer for season two, but they decided to just give us that um, first episode of season two right off the bat. So that was fun instead of a trailer. It's awesome. Yeah, can I, can I just say- and we got a cool poster as well. Oh yeah, I saw the little poster of the little Janitor Droid, uh, Janitor Droid, Janitor Dude. Bless his heart. Yeah. He's so cute. It, it's a double-sided one, so it's like a season two poster, and then on the other side is a, uh, I, I forget his name, and a, and I guess it's like Bitey or something, making making a mess. Can we just, <laughs> uh, can I just do a shout out to the Resistance crew, like the actors and stuff, who are so, like, we managed to bump into a few of them, and they're the nicest people in the world. So Christopher Sean, who, mm-hmm. like, knows the show, the nicest dude, like, he knew who we were, he introduced so cool. himself, he was just, he was just kind friendly hilarious he remembers you know he remembers when you yeah which means a lot like you know really um, he introduced himself to people like you didn't have to be like nervous Mm -hmm. to ask there was a moment when me and nikki were at the bar and like just next to us was bobby moynihan just having a drink (laughs) what's going on yeah (laughs) and uh yeah getting a like a away from yiga was great (laughs) (laughs) yeah he oh my god scott lawrence was my like new um he was the one i 
didn't expect to like come out of the panel loving as much as I did because he was he was so great and like Yeager is like my favorite character in Resistance, but um, but Scott Lawrence was such a he had such like a sweet presence on stage and everything he said was was very nice and he's a nice dude. I want to see if I can meet him next celebration. <laughs> yeah. And I, I um, even though I wasn't yeah. in that panel, after the panel, they were walking around the floor. Mm-hmm. And, um, at least Donald Faison and Bobby Moynihan were. And so I got to run into them and shake their hands and, and just tell them how much I appreciate what they're doing. And I think that they're excellent. And I love that they're in Star Wars. And they just seemed so incredibly grateful to be there and excited to be a part of Star Wars. Also, Donald Faison smells amazing, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> He smells so good. <laughs> he really does. He Nikki laugh into a ringtone. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes. Ben, make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> those, um, those, his arms as well, though. They oh my god! Yeah, dude, he could. Looks like he could like lift a truck or something. Dude's jacked. Yep. Yeah, don't and, um, Yeah, we want to talk to you about your workout regime. Yes, please. Um, but also, just to like quickly mention the episode. The episode itself is really great. I can't wait for it to come out. Um, it has some classic resistance humor, as you would expect. And also, um, I was talking. I know uh, when I met up with Chris Swift afterwards, he was like, "So after we watched that episode of Alien, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it, it, there, there's like a there's a dark dimension to it." Um, that it was very sort of spooky. So that was, it was a fun episode. I can't wait for it to happen and uh, to air and everyone to see it. And um, the stuff they were going to do with Tam in season two, I think is going to be excellent. Yes. Mm, interesting. Intriguing. I cannot wait to see where that picks up. It's going to be a good one. Well, before we jump into the other stuff that happened during the week, I asked a bunch of people um, all around the Twitter sphere, even if they went to the panel or to the show or not, to ask them what their best experiences from Star Wars Celebration was. Do you guys want to read off these tweets together, like do one by one? Or yeah, sure. So if you go, you go just like Claire Nikki, Claire Nikki. Sure. Let's do it. Cool. All right. So the first one is from our very good friend Justin. Boots Gray at BootsVet11 on Twitter, and it says, needs no words, and he posted the photo, um, this really fantastic photo that Amanda uh, Wirtz posted, and it is um, the backs of the lip singers um, in the galaxy stage looking out at the crowd, and Justin is one of them, and it's this beautiful photo of, of everybody waving out to the crowd, and I know how much Justin loves Weird Al Yankovic, and how much mm-hmm. he loves that song and the fact that because he wasn't originally picked to go up on stage and be one of the lip singers. But because of his crazy love for Weird Al, everybody around him was like, pick him, pick him. Like, well, oh, OK, well, I got to bring him up, too. So yeah. I'm glad that <laughs> Justin was able to have that incredible moment. And I, he was awesome. I'm so happy for him. That was that was it a was great, great memory. And it was, it was wonderful to meet Justin as well on the He's um, so good. On the show floor. And the next one is from Mark at IML Diablito. Um, 
Mike said, meeting all the folks I know through Titter was pretty damn amazing. I love the actual con, but it was the interaction with the fellow fans that took it up to another level. Also, at Sea Stribs <laughs> is pretty awesome. You're damn right I, I am. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You're awesome I also too. met I also met a porg that was having costume issues. <laughs> and uh, Mark posted a, a picture with a very interesting looking porg cosplayer who looks great. <laughs> but also is definitely having some costume issues. For sure. Um, and I, I only briefly got to run into Mark um, like outside the celebration store. And it was a pleasure. So I hope next time we can see each other for a little more time. For sure. Um, the next one uh, that we got was from the Beyond the Outer Rim podcast. Um, at Outer Rim Show on Twitter. And uh, they said, the time we ruined at Dave underscore Filoni's plans of staying undercover. And they posted a photo with Dave Filoni, obviously not wearing his signature cowboy hat. And that's pretty awesome. That's cool that they ran into him on the floor. That's a great, He's that's a good one. Trying to go incognito. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Filoni. You're not getting away with that. We can we can sense you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. Okay. <laughs> um, from at Sky Mauler, it was so busy, and I didn't meet half the people I had on my list. But meeting people I've known on here, here being Twitter, for a while was the best. But I didn't get to meet you all, and it makes me the opposite of hashtag moist. And, you know, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> yes. um. All right. Our next one is from Daniel Thorpe at Thorpe8 on Twitter. And it just says, roll it again. Uh, That's all that needs to be said. That's so true. That's so good. Print that on a shirt for next yes. celebration. <laughs> okay. From Chris at Chris H. Swift. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My favorite moment was when Claire's boyfriend called my asshole the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> can we provide no context to that, just so we can leave it? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't entirely remember what the context was, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently that I do remember that happening. I just don't remember why. Well, there you go. Do I have to be worried, Chris? Well, Chris was trying to steal him from me all night. They were cuddling on the couch over there, so oh, there it's fine. Go. It's fine. You're not a threat. Just to steal I your can man. take it. I'm totally a competent woman. He is. He really is. And um, just to add on to that, I, I'd been able to hang out with Chris a few times in L.A., but what a genuine pleasure it was to have him hang around with us um, throughout Celebration. I think it, it was a, there was a lot, of, a lot of jokes, a lot of laughs going on. Yeah, so, he's like one shout of the out, kindest, funniest dudes to hang out with. Um, very, yeah, he gets our sense of humor. A lot of it self-deprecation <laughs> um, style humor. But, you know, it's just, it keeps us real. It's true. He's so good. I love, I I didn't really know him very much at all before Celebration. And now I can strongly say that I love that dude. He's so good. He was so much we fun did, to hang out with. We did Secrets of the Empire together. And 
Oh, I'll never. It's one of my like fondest memories of because when you get shot in that game, you feel it. And Chris pointed his gun at me, and just unloaded like fifty <laughs> shots. And we're like, "Do you feel this? Do you feel this?" Do you feel this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great oh memory. Oh my god! <clears throat> All right. So our next one is from Ray Mueller at Reviews by Ray on Twitter. That's R A E. And uh, there were so many great moments, but I'll choose two. One, the Let's Play video game panel. Two, <sighs> meeting Hayden. He was an absolute sweetheart. Oh. And hell yeah, the Let's Play panel was awesome. <laughs> it was Dark so Horse. much fun. Dark it Horse was. candidate for best panel of celebration. For sure. And if, Absolutely. If Lucasfilm are listening, um, I'm sure they are, because why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> please, I, I implore you to do it again next time um record it for sure yes. but obviously like i kind of like the down-to-earth i know like, everyone went in celebration stage but i like the down-to-earth vibe of it all um so yeah i mean like it was so fun i may have accidentally joined the <laughs> the panel in a sense um <laughs> but, you know accidentally yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sure that's a whole other story we could yeah, spend ages talking about, but it was just, a, it was just, ugh. see, I'm getting so excited about it. I'm getting tongue tied. It was just such a fun time and I would love to do it again. See it again. Watch those people, especially when there's so much more games to play out there. We could do Battlefront 2 this mm-hmm. time. We could do, you know, all that stuff. Uh, it'd be awesome if you could get a guest like John Boyega playing Battlefront 2 with people. Um, Yes. Can you imagine Oscar Isaac doing it as well? Oh. We need Oscar Isaac to do the um, Poe Dameron DLC for the <gasps> Lego Force Awakens game. Yes, that would be so much fun. <laughs> that, that would be just... Oh. I mean, by then, apparently there's going to would... be a episode 8 slash 9 Lego game coming out. So maybe yeah. we could be like, promoting yeah, that. Buddy. Let's do it, guys. Um I tell you what, you need to put that on the celebration stage. <laughs> Let me just yes. say it that way. <laughs> uh, okay, and then we have a message from John at JOliva727. It was my first celebration, and it blew away my expectations. The overall positivity and good vibes were the main things I'll take away. It seemed like everyone was just happy to be there. If I had to pick one moment, Palpatine's cackle and Ian appearing on stage. Amen. <laughs> you know, I met I met a lot of people who it was their first celebration. Mm. And shout outs to those guys because I know my brain would not handle it if this was my first celebration. <laughs> because this one was I mean, not only was it I think I think I can now like say and in, in my like in that live at celebration episode, I wasn't sure where to say it or like where to put it but i think i can now like say um the celebration was was my favorite and just it was overwhelming emotionally like i don't know <laughs> i don't know how some of you get like first timers like took all this in you're gonna be, have like a celebration hangover for a year um which actually works out well because we got another one coming hey um, but yeah i think it, i think that might be my favorite celebration as well actually mm-hmm. mine mine too <gasps> we did it we did oh it chicago <laughs> we out so here the one time we're all together it's our favorite what do you know, I what think do you know? Shocker. 
Um, but yeah, before we go and before we like talk about you know the thing we always talk about, which is how moist we are, um, can we just do one quick little secret voicemail for you guys? Ooh. Yes, hit us with it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay, here we go. How do Imperial Senators? Miss Claire, hey. Miss Kristen, Charlie, Nikki, <laughs> it's Anthony, Royal Farm Boy in that Twitterverse. So here we be, going to start on the second week past celebration, and it's still week number two of celebration for me, because my Star Wars podcast playlist is still very full of friends shows that they're sharing all their experiences that all went on and what all they get to see. And... Well, even was fun last night, weren't it, Miss Claire? Talking with Miss Emily and on the bad motivators with Luke. That was fun. And everybody else that called in for me, I brought up the rear on that. But I cannot wait to hear what all kind of fun stuff that you're putting on this show going to be talking about. And that few times on Friday was Charlie and Claire in that Twitterverse. You were putting up so many things that you were in and sharing with. I mean, I kind of partially felt like I was there in, at the Rise of Skywalker panel with Yins too, before and after, whenever he's putting up short little videos or photos. And I seen Nikki around somewhere too. I think I had a short little Twitter chat with him as he was coming down, landing in that plane that got him there. See, Yins did very much bring me along. I was that force ghost right over your shoulder there and I thank you for that and I want to put down another thing here I mentioned on a couple other friends shows Blue Harvest and Jam Transmissions and keep that word of this what thought crossed my mind a celebration happened in these days and months yet to go till we get to December and see this last story through those days to come, there are going to be some folks going to make some rough spots because they want it to be that. And when that happens, and it will, surely, just keep in your mind and your heart what all celebration felt like and how everybody was with one another because that there is and what always has been what our fandom is and not them loud few who will surely get stomped out pretty quick-like. So just keep keep that in mind. We're all together in this, so let's all be together in this. And I will see your show in my playlist soon. May the Force be with all Ians, and may the Force be with us all. See you on the radio. Yes! Aww, what a perfect way to end... <laughs> Like our celebration discussion. That's such a perfect voicemail to end it all because that's exactly what this week was. It was this crazy, positive bubble full of love. And that is what this fandom really is. He, You're so right, Anthony. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not yep, tearing guys, up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. This is fine. Here, it now. Was, how are it was you? Really, yeah, just hearing him say about how our little tweets and stuff helped someone feel like they were there you know it 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 does it affects me it really does 
because that's what mm. we're here for. That's sure we like hanging out and doing stuff Star Wars, but if we can make you listeners have some sense of fun, joy, silliness in this weird time we're in, where you know there's so much negativity out there, if we can just give you a, like a stab you in the neck with some beautiful positivity. I don't know why I said stab you in the neck with it. I could stab you in the neck? <laughs> I can violently murder you with positivity. Yeah, I can get my strangle rope. And <laughs> We'd be really grateful. My positivity in a rope and uh, no, it's, but you know what I mean, like hug you with kindness and shoo you away from this horribleness that's going on sometimes because there is a lot, there's a very, like you said, there's, there's loads of loud voices, but they're very, very, very small. I feel like we saw that at Celebration. People are just they're very small. You don't see these people. They don't have a big presence because it's they're, they're irrelevant. irrelevant. That's true. <laughs> they're irrelevant. and I don't yeah. even want to speak about them to be honest anymore because we we had so much fun and I'd rather focus on those things. And I'm just you no, know, I'm glad mm-hmm. to have you guys not only as co-hosts but obviously best friends. And I love you guys. I'm sorry if that's sappy, but it's true. <laughs> Bring on the sap, buddy. Bring it on. And, you know, Anthony, like, is totally right. Um, It's something I always remember at Celebration, especially. And it's that the force is real. Because when you go there and you have this energy that is just everywhere. And it's caused by just the group of people who are excited to be there, excited to be sharing this. And that, that energy surrounds everyone. It penetrates us. It binds us together. It's the force. And like that's why that's why this is more than just a story. It's more than just um saying, oh, you know, blah 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 blah. Like it's <laughs> like it's a very deep <laughs> it's a very deep connection. And like I, I've noticed this like in particular, especially coming back and like trying to engage with people who are just, you know, more more casually sort of connected to Star Wars. And it's like you can't it's you can't explain the feeling you get at celebration. And it, it comes from all sorts of different things. And um it's it's one of those things where it's like if you only knew the power. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's just magic. It is it is the force. It's real, all of it, you know, so thanks for that message. Uh from our beloved rural farm boy, because all of it was true. All of it. Um, it was. Yeah, I guess the, we should end it off by saying that next celebration has been announced. It's going to be next year. Um, I don't know what time. Usually it's been April, but I think, Nikki, celebration mm-hmm. in Europe was July, right? That's right. And um, it's been, what was it? It's been like August before. Um, but... I'd be surprised if they moved from okay. April. It just seems like a good vibe. Um, but obviously, who knows? Um, but where is it again, Charlie? It's in Anaheim, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby, it is. <laughs> when Nikki gets it in his backyard, it was my turn passing it to you, <laughs> man. Right, <laughs> right, guys. Um, Nikki, are you letting us have oh, a come on. stay at your house? Um. <laughs> House is a very generous Ooh, term for where I live. Been. <laughs> I live in I live in an oversized hotel room. Um, so, look, you know what? Anybody is free 
<laughs> to come hang out here. I, I think I myself will be in a hotel down by the convention center because LA is massive. It like I'm not I'm not driving forty five minutes to to go to celebration every morning. Um so anyway, yeah, I cannot wait guys. Anaheim. Let's everyone stay healthy. Everyone start saving up. Everyone be here next year because yes. it's we, we gonna be a- amazing. We should do a hotel room together next time. Ooh. Yeah, buddies. And then we could do more podcasts. Oh, yeah, late, late, night, late night pod. Call <laughs> 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 in. The real after dark. Hot late in Star Wars pod. <laughs> Sexy senators want to talk <laughs> in your area. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for guest hosts. Hey, baby. Oh, do you want to my um, dick? No, yeah, guys. 2020 Anaheim. What a time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> That'd be depressing. Um, let's everybody, everybody make plans. Everyone, it's going to be a great ride. And after after this celebration, I think um, everyone's going to be ready for the next one as well. Yeah. I'm desperately trying to find as many jobs as I can just so I can save up some money to get <laughs> to get to Anaheim. Even if it means I have to like pretend like get on a plane and then pretend I live at Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I work, I'm a gong droid. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, thank you guys for, you know, squeezing all the love out. What about our moistness? Yeah, oh yeah, moistness. What made us moist the most at Celebration? What was the most celebrated moist? Oh. Oh. Someone else go first. <laughs> okay, so I gotta say, it's I don't know if this is the the moistest moment I've that I've been, but it's it's probably you know it's it's up there. There's so many moments I I don't have an easy time ranking them right now. Um, but this is the only place, the only event on earth where I can find so much salacious crumb merchandise that I do not already own in one place. Because even on the internet, I have a hard time finding some of these things. So. I got my salacious crumb. Um, people found him on. Uh, people found him on the floor, and they took a photo of him. It's him. It's like a. It's it's he's so beautiful, and he was one hundred and sixty five dollars, but he was <laughs> worth it. And um, I With spent pretty much two days looking for this one figure because everybody was going. You know, like oh, I see him. I saw him on the floor. Okay, where? Um, he's kind of over there. I'm like, okay, that doesn't help me. So luckily on, uh, I believe it was Saturday. Yes, it was on Saturday. Um, Eric, wonderful, wonderful Eric Struthers. Shout out to him for just being the best. Walked the floor for almost an hour with me to find this figure that he saw. And he couldn't remember where it was. But he and I were on a mission and we found it together. So that was a pretty moist moment. And oh, and meeting meeting Mark Dodson and having him compliment the artwork that I had him sign. And I showed him my desk, my shrine to him, and he was floored. And he was so excited. He thought it was so cool. So I have um, a signed Salacious Crumb piece of art that he had never seen before as well. So suck it. Anyway, that's my moist moment. <laughs> Perfect. Salacious be moist. Um. He do be moist. (laughs) Nikki. I have a few things that I will go through as fast as I can. 
so as to not bore everyone with my gushing, my moistness, rather. Um, so Your first gushing thing, moistness. <laughs> gushing moistness. <laughs> mm, delicious. Break that down. Uh, yeah. So first thing I got to mention is I got to understand this mystery of whatever this mortis-like force nexus exists in the land down under because <laughs> oh my god there are so many amazing australia new zealand fans out there that are just the nicest people uh, Love them. shout out to uh andy in particular who talked to me a lot and um turbo and everybody else in that um in that i don't even know what to call it it's like it's, it's legitimately this weird coven of beautiful star wars fans down Seriously. under I don't, so positive, I don't know. so kind. I don't know how it happened, but I got to discover this mystery. And that that was a wonderful thing to meet all of you. And then um, another thing, uh, anybody who listens to me for any extended period of time when it comes to Star Wars Celebration, well, now I have just the deepest, wildest appreciation and admiration for our pre-show warm-up hosts. Um and to be able to uh, meet up with the ever um, enchanting Mark Daniel, get my fist bump, and get an extended video where a man always on the job knew um, to get the fist bump in, but also plug the shit out of Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that was truly wonderful. And then I got to meet Amanda Wirtz um, for real, I suppose um not online and um talk to her get a picture with her she graciously graciously accepted one of our imperial senate buttons um so that was just amazing to be able to talk to both of them and then uh I'm a longtime fan of this dude called Stefan Symbolista of the Belgian 501st my friends and I met him in 2012 um celebration after watching the Star Warriors documentary and he, um, we got it. We, we got a picture with him, and then we've gotten pictures with him for every celebration except Orlando 2017 um, since then. And so to be able to do that and watch where he's gone from just building props that were featured on the show floor to now building the Star Wars show stage and um, props from The Mandalorian and Episode Nine, that was an amazing thing. And then finally, we already talked about this a little bit, but the last night of celebration, got to talk to Anthony Bresnik and, and it was just me and uh, my two friends, Clint and Reed, who were hanging around with us as well. Um, and it just started with, oh, hey, Anthony, like big fans of your work. Thanks for doing what you do. And he gave us much more time than anyone expected us, uh, anyone expected him to do. And he started talking to us about you know, the process of reporting at Celebration, how the deadlines work. Um, then he talked to me about where I live in LA and because he used to live pretty close and just sort of talk about all these local things. He called me and my friend the Losers Club, which was great. <laughs> a, great <laughs> a great it reference because we're like, oh yeah, we, we've been going to Celebration together for a long time. And he's like, oh, you're some, some sort of Losers Club fighting clowns. And that was just a really funny thing. And then to then yeah he was wearing our wearing our button as well and to just get a nice goofy picture with him was wonderful so those all those experiences 
those that's what made oh i got one more sorry guys i'm oh, taking Nick, up all he's this really time. moist um uh, yeah it, again <laughs> like there's a reason this was the best celebration um so another longtime fan uh, of ours is a uh, or we are longtime fans of it's tia sarkar our homie sabine wren and um my friend uh, Clint and I, we were walking past her table in the autograph section, and um, there was no one there. I think she was probably doing the uh, the sort of like pre-signed ones. And a fellow Texas University of Texas alumni, we were like, "Hey, Tia, hook 'em horns!" And she threw up a longhorn, you know, hook 'em at us. And then she actually like thought it like when I when we like mentioned it on Twitter. She was like, oh, yeah, I thought it, I figured that was you guys. So that was a fun thing because we did our UT photo op last last celebration with her. So, yeah, I think that concludes my moistness. Thank you all for listening to me ramble on for the past hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think in, just to sum it all up, this is why I think it's my favorite celebration because there were so many of these like little personal – like really personal sort of meetups and instances and uh, where where it was more than just like connecting from afar. Like it was like, oh, like it was, uh, un- I don't even know how to say this right. But it was like understanding who, who you're meeting, like then as opposed to just being like, hey there. It was like, oh, I'm going to actually engage. Um, and I think that's why all these little things added up to make this a really special celebration. For sure. And and shout out to Clinton Reed for being absolutely wonderful, delightful people. And I'm so happy I finally met them in person. I will say that quickly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, I met Clint uh, in 2016, right? And Reed last time, mm-hmm. so 2017. And they're just the funniest dudes. And it's just awesome to have just like extended family. We have our little imps in it, extended family that, you know, just feels so good. Um, what made me moist this time? Like you both said, there was a lot of stuff that made me really excited and happy and just warm. And I guess often the main thing was like, um, you know, like meeting everyone, but also getting to like to, to spend time with and talk to and hug like people I'd known on the internet for ages, like Ash Crossan and uh, Daniel Kennedy, who are the nicest people. Andy Gutierrez from the Star Wars show was so nice to talk to. Um like Christopher Sean and but mainly like to be honest spending time with you guys because even though we get to speak every week there's something different about just being near each other for once not being overwhelmingly tired because of time differences but because we're just tired from hanging out all day together which is more fun so that is what made me moist yay agreed what a wonderful few days we spent in Chicago and, abs- and can I just say that as well, like, thank you, Chicago, for being wonderful. I know people complained about the snow weather, which at the time, of course, I was moaning because I was drenched in snow. <laughs> but actually, I wouldn't change it for a, I wouldn't change it for a, for anything. Like, I, it's one of those things. It that all, than, like, that's part of the experience. Like, that's yeah. an experience I'll never forget. Waiting, waiting for Alan Tudyk and the Clone Wars in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and realizing I could have just walked across the, the walkway, which was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah no, I think it was better than Orlando and I really liked the city and it was just nice it was just a, such a good place to be um, 
So yeah, thank you, Chicago. Well for welcoming done. us. And everyone was really You're polite welcome. as well, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> My city's great, dude. Okay, should we wrap up? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. it. Okay, cool. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pod. And can we just say, um, as we're recording, we have finally hit 1,500 followers. So thank you Yay! guys for following us on Twitter. It means a lot. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Imperial Senate Pod. You can like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending in a question or voicemail, you can send it to Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com. Get some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate Podcast. Become a patron on our Patreon page because that would be super cool, guys. Um, and if you want to play Battlefront 2 with us on the PlayStation Network, join our community group. Just search for Imperial Senate Podcast and you'll find me and either me or Claire will add you to the group. I think we're going to be trying yeah. to do a new um, update. Uh, we might play at some point during the week, maybe. Keep yeah. an eye on that. Um, I know that there's going to be a Kashyyyk update uh, with that new mode that's come out. Ooh. So that will be interesting. Um and we practically live on Kashyyyk. If you've played with us before, you know that every time we go on the bloody game, it's Kashyyyk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but where can we find the rest of you guys online? Nikki? Yeah, guys, you can find me on Twitter at Nikwishis, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S. And you can also find me on Instagram at Nikdofer, N-I-C-T-O-P-H-E-R. Claire. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs, S-T-R-I-B-S, and uh, see Star Wars stuff and photos of my dog. <laughs> but he's such a cute doggy. He's so good, man. He's the best such dog ever. Such a good man. sport. He's good a good boy. sport. <laughs> he's yeah. the best sport. Brilliant. That's his name. <laughs> okay, you can find me on Twitter at C-M-W-A-S-H-B-Y. Uh, Instagram, it's the I think it's Charlie M W Ashby, um, and yeah, I think that's just about it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Net Podcast and our celebration recap. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for detailed episode nine trailer analysis, wait till later on, perhaps this week. Um, we need a few more days to process everything. <laughs> a few more um, months, maybe. Yeah, just give us a few more months, <laughs> maybe in December. Um, the force. Well, thank you guys for listening. The force will be blah, 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 blah. cut that out. It will. That it will. Ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben. Cut ben. it out. Shout out um, to Ben because Ben's great, and I loved. We never should ben. give a shout out to Ben. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quick <sighs> shout out to our editor Ben, who is the kindest dude, and we got to hang out with him, and he is he's he's the hashtag pure good egg. He really is. I loved hanging with Ben. Ben is so good. And I'm sorry for what we've put you through over these past few months. He's, he's the real hero. <laughs> yes, he's the MVP of the Imp Senate pod. Yep. That is true. We're going to make that medal for one person and Ben wins it straight. It's right. Just, yeah, he just gets it. No anyway, contest. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate podcast. The Force will be with you always.
dissolved the Council of Permanent. The last remnants of the old Republic had been swept away. Hehehehe. <laughs>